Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith broadcast. The new wave of faith-based radio, where we are building your faith one show at a time. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Declare that over your own life. Say, I believe, I believe that it's my time. It's my time. It's my time. It's my time. And I can feel it. And I can feel it. <laughs> Say, breakthroughs in the room. Breakthroughs in the room. It's yours if you want it. Anticipating. Anticipating. God's getting ready to move. God's getting Listen, you ought to declare this over your own life. Say it. God, he's working a miracle just for me. And it's going to be. Hey, listen, I don't know about you, but I'm excited about my future. Why? It's going to be big. Shouting into my promise. Why? God's gonna. walking in this world making decisions by looking at the natural conditions of life breakthrough by purchasing our seven part series which side of the supernatural do you want to be on purchase the series and other items at i am michael bailey.com forward slash which side of the supernatural that's i am michael bailey.com forward slash which side of the supernatural
Good morning, good morning, leaders of faith listeners. This is Pastor Michael Bailey, and welcome to your early morning cup of bread. Now we know that man cannot live by bread alone, but this segment is meant to inspire, encourage, motivate, and wake you up to what Christ is calling you to do. Welcome. Hey, how's everybody doing? Today, I'm continuing in the series, Wake Up the Church, and this is part three. Now, in the last two series, I talked about how we can't continue to hide behind the gifts, making room for us to cheat, because at the end of the day, God knows our heart. We know that man looks on the outside appearance, but God does know our heart. And in part two of the series, I talked about how we must find our faith, because God has given to every man a measure of faith. Amen. Now, the foundation in scripture for this text is found over in john chapter 2 1 through 5 and it reads and the third day there was a marriage in cana of galilee and the mother of jesus was there and both jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage and when they wanted wine the mother of jesus said unto him they have no wine jesus said unto her woman what have i to do with thee mine hour is not yet come his mother saith unto the servants whatsoever he saith unto you do it amen the title for this message today is I'ma go for it. That's right. I'ma go for it. And let us pray. Heavenly Father, I come before you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And I just thank you for all that you are. I thank you for all that you do, Father God. Father God, you are the most high God. You are the only wise God. Father God, I ask that you bless this message that's coming from the sound of my voice, that you bless everybody listening under the sound of my voice, that the people of God will go for it, that they will do what you say when you say do it that they will obey your will not our will but let your will be done father god jesus i thank you for putting the breath of the word in my heart and in my mouth and i ask holy spirit that you water the word that is sown into the people's hearts and that you will grow it and that it will not fall by the wayside i thank you heavenly father for the people of god listening and i ask that you bless each and every one each day in jesus mighty name amen and amen let's wake up the church this is part three i'm gonna go for it you know I was talking to a young lady just the other day who came up to me and told me about how excited she was about training the youth as a volunteer. You know, with enthusiasm, she said, Pastor Michael, while I was teaching, I got this really good idea. Now she kept on going on and on and I just stopped her and I said, you just gotta go for it. Then I proceeded to say how God is always speaking to us. We just have to sit down and listen to his voice. You see, God did not lie when he said, Psalms 115 and 14, that the Lord shall increase us more and more, us and our children. That's each day. He didn't lie about that. Neither did he lie when he said he teaches you and me how to profit. You know, his word does not return void. So go for it. The word gave her the spark that she needed. It lit her fire. Somebody say, I'm gonna go for it. Say amen to that. Amen. Now let's look in the word of God to see who forgot about all circumstances around them and said, you know what? I'm gonna go for it. Let's look at the woman with the issue of blood over in Luke 8, 43 through 48 and it reads and a woman having an issue of blood 12 years which had spent all her living upon physicians neither could be healed of any she was in dire need none of the doctors could heal her let's keep reading so she came behind him she came behind jesus and touched the border of his garment and immediately her issue of blood stanched it and jesus said who touched me when all denied peter and they that were with him said master the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee and says thou who touched me 
me? And Jesus said, somebody have touched me for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. Good God of mercy, that virtue, healing power. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith, that is thy faith, have made thee whole. Go in peace. Now, as we look at that scripture, I can imagine that the woman with the issue of blood had to be little. She probably was slumped over. She probably was still hurting, but she heard that Jesus was passing through the city and she had to break through the crowd. She had to break through the crowd, y'all. She had to press through because it says that she came through the multitude. She had to come through a crowd of people that were around Jesus and she pressed her way through. She thought in her mind, said, I know that Jesus is coming through. So I'm oppressed through the crowd. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to get my healing today. I know that all the doctors that I went to, they taxed me. I'm in debt, but I'm going to get my healing. Folks, she went for it and got her healing. And at the end, Jesus said, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith have made thee whole. Go in peace. I believe by revelation that she not only got healed of her condition, but she also got healed of her debt. He said, go in peace. That's a full healing. Healing of finances, healing of depression, healing of stress, healing of the blood. That blood healed her. Virtue went out of his body. Somebody say amen to that. Full healing. We got to go for it. And let's look at somebody else who went for it in the scripture. Now, this is when Peter steps out of the boat. Let's go over to Matthew 14, 26 through 31. And it reads, And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and called him and said unto him, O thou a little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? So we see in the scripture that Peter, Peter went for it. Jesus said, come and he walked out on faith. He said, I'm going to go for it. I see Jesus coming on the water. I think it's a ghost, but if that be you, Lord, bid me to come out. So I'm going to come out. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to walk on the water too. I'm just as bold as a lion. So I'm going to come out on faith because you told me to go. You said come and I'm going to go for it. How about that? So Peter walks out. Now we know that he starts to sink because of the boisterous winds. But once again, he called out to Jesus. He said, I'm not going to just be quiet. I'm going to go for it again. I'm going to call out unto Jesus. And we know that Jesus stretches out his hand and picks him up. I believe that Peter is just like a child in this instance. The Lord our God wants us and desire us to have childlike faith. That means that we can do the impossible with Jesus Christ. When we look at children, they are not worried about anything. They just go after it. They go for it. They don't worry about the circumstances in life. And that's something that we have to do. We have to have that childlike faith and we have to go after it no matter what it looks like. The childlike faith makes us not even think about fear. You know, the word of God says that a just man falls several times and gets back up again. Now, this is not failure when you go for it. Failure is not an option in the body of Christ, but you can fall and call out to Jesus and he'll pick you up so you can go at it again 
again, just like a child. A child falls down when learning how to walk, but you pick that child back up and he continues to walk by faith. Amen. Somebody say, I'm going to go for it. Let's look at another one. Let's look at the men contemplating. These are the four leopards contemplating to go into the city. Let's look at 2 Kings chapter 7, verses 3 through 6. And it reads, And there were four leprous men at the entering in of the gate. And they said one to another, Why sit we here until we die? Hmm? Why we gonna sit here? If we say we will enter into the city, they said if we say then the famine is in the city and we shall die there. And if we sit still here, that's without saying nothing, we die also. Now therefore come and let us fall into the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. And they rose up in the twilight to go into the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the uttermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. For the Lord have made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel have hired us, the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. The Lord made them scatter, y'all. They ran at the day of adversity and nobody was after them. So in this scripture, the leprous men went into the city and they fell upon the Syrians camp. And as they went, they were able to get the spoils of the enemy. Look, as you go on the voice of the word of God, you can get the spoils of the enemy me all you have to do is show up now that's what happened to jehoshaphat as well over in second chronicles 20 you can read it when you get home but different nations were about to team up and come against jehoshaphat and the children of israel and he just prayed to god and god said the battle is not yours but it's the lord's and all they had to do was walk and as they walked they saw bodies laid out and they were able to get all the spoils and the scripture says that it took them three days to get all of the spoils so as you listen to the voice of God and go for it, God will line it up so you will be able to get all of the spoils from the enemy's camp. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Say amen to that. I'm going to go for it. Go get your spoils. Let's turn over to 2 Kings 5, 9 through 14. And this is Naaman, a high-ranking soldier who was a leopard. And let us read. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elijah. He's coming to get healed because he heard. He heard by his maid that there was a prophet in Israel. Let us continue to read. And Elijah sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth, and went away, and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me, and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God, and strike his hand over the place, and recover the leper. So he feel it some type of way. He got all his boys with him, and he feel dissed, because Elijah did not come out to greet him and the blessing didn't come in the way that he thought it would come sometimes your blessing does not come in how you thought it would come you know god is going to bless you but you have to have faith in the way in which god blesses just as long as you blessed his word doesn't return void if he says that he's going to bless you and heal you then you are blessed and totally healed you just have to grab hold so naming is rough and probably feeling embarrassed and let us keep on reading in verse 12 says are not a banner and far for rivers 
of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? Man, he dissing Israel. Sound like he's saying, does not anything come good out of Israel? Let's keep on reading. May I not wash in them and be clean? You don't want to wash in the Jordan. So he turned and went away in rage. This man got mad. He was in pride. He trying not to go for it. He trying to keep his sickness because he want God to bless him in a certain kind of way. But he had a servant. Somebody said he had an intercessor on watch. And let us keep reading. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much rather then when he said to thee, Wash and be clean? Hmm? Somebody said he had an intercessor on the watch, on the ready to help him get his cleaning. So then when he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God, and his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child. He was made new and whole and he was clean. Naaman got healed, even though he didn't want to go for it because he was feeling some type of way. He was on his high horse. That intercessor, the intercessors in his camp helped him go for it. Sometimes you need an intercessor to give you that spark so you can go for it. Hey man, and let's look at Ruth. Now we know that Ruth, she got Boaz. She pressed into Naomi. Now Naomi, she tried to convince Ruth not to go back to Bethlehem. Naomi heard that bread was in Bethlehem. She convinced Opa. Opa went back to Moab, but Ruth kept on pressing in. Ruth broke through Naomi's doubt. Ruth was like, I'm not gonna let go until you bless me. She said, I'ma serve your God. Your God will be my God. Your people shall be my people. She said, I'ma go for it. And as as a result, Ruth pressing in and going for it and serving her mother-in-law, she winds up with Boaz. Say amen to that. And who else went for it? We know that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, went for it. He came down. He came down from majesty. He came down from on high. He walked this earth and he died and was rose again. He went for you and me. He went for it. He said, I'm going to go for it because we know that God gave. God gave his only begotten son. He saw you and me as a harvest and died for our sins. And he rose up on that third day and we know that he ascended into heaven he's yet alive still alive on the right hand side of the father interceding for you and for me amen folks we have to die to self don't fear and we have to go for it we have to come to grips and say i can do all things through christ through christ jesus that strengthens me i'ma go for it so whatever god says do because we know that he's always speaking we have to go for it if we want our healing say i'ma go for it deliverance i'ma go for it maybe it's a new business i'ma go for it maybe it's a diploma in school or a degree i'ma go for it could be raising the children i'ma go for it a beautiful marriage made in heaven i'ma go for it just believe Believing in God, believing in Jesus that he died for our sins. I'm gonna go for it. That's Romans 10 and 9. I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus died and was rose again on the third day. I'm gonna confess that thing. I believe and I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna stretch out my hand that he made unto the hem of his garment. I'm just gonna go for it, y'all. I'm gonna go all out. How about that? We must allow Holy Spirit to guide our paths, order our steps, and go for it. So just like the servants at the wedding, Jesus said, fill up the water pots, fill up those six water pots and fill it all the way to the rim. And as they went, the water turned into wine. Folks, as you go, as you do what the Lord our God says, the miracle will happen as you go. That water will turn into wine. So keep on going and keep on moving by faith, walking by faith. I'm going to go for it. I hope this helps you. I hope this blesses you. Be blessed. Amen.
Hey, this is Pastor Michael Bailey. Thanks for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show Morning Cup of Bread. Now, if the Leaders of Faith Show is helping you out, please be sure to share with your friends on social media. As well, if God has put in your heart to help our ministry grow, go to our website, trinitystonechristianfellowship.org and sow a seed in faith. Once again, thank you for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show Morning Cup of Bread. Be blessed. Hey. If you desire to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive my sins and save me from eternal separation from God. By faith, I accept your work and death on the cross as sufficient payment for my sins. I ask that you Come into my life and make me whole again. Thank you for providing the way for me to know you and to have a relationship with my heavenly father. Through faith in you, I have eternal life. Thank you also for hearing my prayers and loving me unconditionally. Please give me the strength, wisdom, and determination to walk in the center of your will. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you just said that prayer with me, congratulations on being born again and welcome into the kingdom of God. If you don't have a church home, be sure to get into a Bible-believing church. Once again, congratulations for being born again. Continue to read his word, get guidance, and be blessed. Hey, how's everybody doing? This is Pastor Michael Bailey, and I'm excited to invite you to the Trinity Stone Christian Fellowship Center Bible Study and Fellowship. Bible Study and Fellowship takes place at the Loyola University Chicago Northside Campus every Thursday night at 7 p.m. All are welcome. To find out the actual location and details, go to trinitystonechristianfellowship.org. That's trinitystonechristian fellowship.org. See you there. Be blessed. Hey, get inspired, motivated, and empowered with the Word of God. Tune in to the Leaders of Faith show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with your host, Pastor Michael Bailey. Go to our website, trinitystonechristianfellowship.org, and download the Leaders of Faith show. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you need any type of special prayer, be sure to contact us by email. Prayer at trinitystonechristianfellowship.org. That's prayer at trinitystonechristianfellowship.org.
day comes And I find myself Standing in the sun I can only imagine When all I will do Is forever Forever worship you I can only imagine I can only
everybody doing today's message is called for he knew what he would do that's right for he knew what he would do and the foundation scripture for this message is found over in john 6 1 through 6 and it reads 
After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great multitude followed him, because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased. And Jesus went up into a mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. In the Passover, a feast of the Jews was nigh. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company coming to him, he said unto Philip, When shall we buy bread, that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Amen. And let us pray. Heavenly Father, I come before you now in the mighty name of Jesus, and I just thank you for this great day. For this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask that you bless this broadcast. Father, I ask that you bless the words that are coming out of my mouth, that I speak your word unhindered, unchecked by any outside force, that the people of God would be blessed by the seed of your word that jesus you are the bread of life you are the word that the word is just sown in their hearts and holy spirit you are the word and it does not fall to the wayside it grows up in our hearts and we continue to be blessed day by day i thank you for your uncompromised word and for the power of your word as all these things in jesus mighty name amen and amen for he knew what he would do so as i was walking early monday morning i was out and about in the elements i was talking to the lord and the holy spirit started ministering to me about murmuring and complaining you know he took me on the journey from david to the children of israel comparing how while in egypt as slaves the chosen people of god cried out in their dark place then there was david who was unseen tending to the sheep in the background however he was a man after god's own heart he always inquired of the lord now both the children of israel and david were thought to be insignificant by who they labored for the children of israel had the harsh labor by the egyptians as slaves and david was insignificant because he wasn't even picked to be the king samuel had to say is there another and david's father jesse said yeah but he's he's in the background he's in the back tended to the sheep so holy spirit takes me to the wilderness experience of both god's children the children of israel and david letting me know that god knew what he would do and what they would do you see it's a matter of the heart in which god knows our hearts you see whether we're crying in the backgrounds of life or inquiring of the lord there comes a time where we have to be proven and god wants to stretch us he wants to stretch our faith so god knows our heart you see there is a correlation of what david did in the background before he got promoted to the wilderness versus the children of israel promotion in the wilderness david inquired the children of israel cried thereby in the wilderness they did the same thing david inquired of the lord in his wilderness experience when he was running from saul as a fugitive and the children of israel they murmured and complained to the lord as they were in freedom and getting stretched in the wilderness getting manna and quail from heaven the bread that will sustain them to go over into canaan they murmured and complained so what are you doing in your wilderness moments in life are you murmuring or inquiring of the lord you know jesus never complained about what satan was trying to do or what god was doing in his life jesus spoke to every situation that was out of line and if it was in line with what god said do he did the will of the father amen so like the scripture says be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known unto god so let's go back to john 6 to get some insight so the masses they saw jesus they saw him heal the sick they saw him heal everybody that were diseased and they followed him as he rested 
with his disciples in the mountain. So Jesus looks up. He sees the multitude and the feast, the Passover was near. He wasn't going to send them back home since they took a journey. He had compassion on them. He asked Philip, how much money is in the treasury so we can feed them? Let's go back to John 6, 5. When Jesus lifted up his eyes and saw a great company coming to him, he said to Philip, when shall we buy bread that these may eat? Now we know Jesus knew what he would do. Jesus was already the bread of life sent down from heaven. He knew what he would do. And let's go to verse six. And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 penny worth is in our treasury. 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little. So Philip is not thinking in abundance. He don't know he got the bread of life standing next to him. And let's go on to eight. It says one of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother saith unto him, there is a lad here which hath five barely loaves and two small fishes but what are they among so many once again that's mummering that's complaining they complained in this wilderness philip complained because he had a lack mindset there was not enough in the bank account in the treasury but andrew simon peter said we can't do nothing with this i know this it's a lad here he got these five barely loaves and two fish but it's too many people this ain't gonna be possible and jesus said make the men sit down now there was much grass in the place so the men sat down in number about five thousand and jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks he distributed to the disciples and the disciples to them that were set down and likewise of the fishes as much as they would amen let's look at that again being the super seed jesus knows about harvest he knows something about harvest and how the earth is given unto men so he sows the men into the field and thanks god he sold the men they didn't even know he sold the men and the disciples in the field and he thanked god you know sowing the men into the field jesus knew that the earth has to produce on what is sown into it this is seed time and harvest now proverbs 11 and 24 says there is that scattereth and yet increaseth and there is that withholdeth more than is meat but it tendeth to poverty so jesus scatters the men now notice in the word it said much grass Go back to John 6 and 10. Let's read that over again. It says, and Jesus said, make the men sit down. Now there was much grass, much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000, amen. So Jesus scattered the men as seed, just like in Proverbs 11, 24. He didn't put them all in one place. He ordered that seed amongst the grass. I believe he had them in columns and rows, just like how a former sow seed, so the seed can get his own new nutrition from the pressure of the soil grow and bear fruit so jesus planted the men holy spirit watered the men and god brought the increase amen for he knew what he would do let's look at daniel 6 and this is when daniel was promoted out of 120 to watch over the kingdom of king Darius. and these three men got upset and they tried to kill him they tried to get the law changed because they, they was like he ain't one of us he wanted to capture jews try to get the man murdered so they got the king to write this unjust law and the king fell for it he wrote it daniel knew about the unjust law however he knew what he would do he prayed the louder Let's go over to Daniel 6 and 10. And it reads, Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being open in his chamber toward Jerusalem. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did 
aforetime. He said, I ain't worried about them changing no law. I'm still gonna praise my God. I'm still gonna pray three times a day. Probably even put in an extra one. The man prayed louder didn't even consider the unjust law he didn't murmur nor complain to his friends like you see that law king darius is bogus for that man nope not a complaint at all for he knew what he would do he was like watch this y'all i was gonna pray three times a day so y'all can hear me so get close up to the windowsill i want y'all to hear me pray and we know the ending of that scripture the lions didn't eat daniel but had a great meal with the men and their family because king darius knew what he would do he threw them in the pit for false accusations can you hear me now how about that and what about gideon well um he flees god a few times he had no clue what he would do and he complained he said i am not a mighty man of valor god had to convince him but god gave him grace because he heard their cry he heard the children of israel cry that did evil in the sight of the lord they were pressed up by the midians and the amalekites sleeping in caves but god's grace was sufficient so they cried out and that's the correlation again just like they cried gideon even cried when he was told he was a mighty man of valor but eventually gideon believed and knew what god could do and you can get that over in judges 6 amen and what about david now while saul and the army of israel were so afraid complaining about goliath and the philistines david knew what he would do he ran to the battle and defeated the giant for he knew what he would do so looking back as the master jesus didn't murmur nor complain in that dry place as he got ready to feed the multitude he did not consider the outside circumstances of feeding the masses as an unjust weight he knew what he would do so we must not complain about the circumstances staring us down and helping us grow in the dry places we must discern if it is an attack coming from the enemy then cast it on jesus or if it's the lord our god helping us grow and still cast it on jesus in either case we must continue to inquire of the lord and move and obey his commands move according to his will the word of god says trust in the lord with all thy heart and lean not into thine own understanding in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths he'll direct our paths y'all that's proverbs 3 5 through 6 so once we line up with his will his way we know what to do amen and let us read one more place before we go starting at john 6 41 and it reads now this is jesus talking amongst the jews and they murmured let us read the jews murmured at him because he said i am the bread which came down from heaven and they said is not this jesus the son of joseph whose father and mother we know how is it then that he said i came down from heaven see they didn't recognize him jesus therefore answered and said unto them murmur not amongst yourselves no man can come to me except the father which hath sent me draw him and i will raise him up at the last day it is written in the prophets and they shall be all taught of god every man therefore that have heard and have learned of the father cometh unto me not that any man have seen the father save he which is of god he have seen the father verily verily i say unto you he that believeth on me have ever lasting life i am that bread of life your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead this is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die i am the living bread which came down from heaven if any man eat of this bread he shall live forever and the bread that i will give in my flesh 
which I will give for the life of the world. This is talking about salvation, y'all. The Jews therefore strove among themselves saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? So now they thinking like, man, this man done lost his mind. We know this man. He talk about cannibalism. Then Jesus said unto them, verily, verily, I say unto you, except you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Amen. So now they really thinking he done lost his marbles but jesus is talking about salvation that you have to believe who he is he came as the bread of life down from heaven sown at a seed so we don't have to murmur at his coming we don't have to murmur at salvation we don't have to murmur at believing that jesus christ is the son of god we don't have to murmur and complain that god does not exist it's not about the universe god created the universe in all things that you see god created so believe god for without faith it is impossible to please him he that cometh to god must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him continue to seek god seek his face learn who you are within the boundaries of christ jesus for it is he that who redeemed us from the curse of the law so once again believe god believe in jesus christ as your lord and personal savior don't murmur don't complain for the Lord our God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit know what to do. Let's follow the bread of life. Let's follow the blueprint of life, the word of God. That's our source. Our heavenly father, he knows what to do. And Holy Spirit, he's our God. He's our helper. So receive him this day if you don't know him. Romans 10 and 9. Amen. For he knew what he would do. I hope this helped you. I hope this blesses you. Be blessed. Amen. Hey, this is Pastor Michael Bailey. Thanks for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show, Morning Cup of Bread. Now, if the Leaders of Faith Show is helping you out, please be sure to share with your friends on social media. As well, if God has put in your heart to help our ministry grow, go to our website, trinitystonechristianfellowship.org and sow a seed in faith. Once again, thank you for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show, Morning Cup of Bread. Be blessed. Hey. If you desire to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive my sins and save me from eternal separation from God. By faith, I accept your work and death on the cross as sufficient payment for my sins. I ask that you Come into my life and make me whole again. Thank you for providing the way for me to know you and to have a relationship with my heavenly father. Through faith in you, I have eternal life. Thank you also for hearing my prayers and loving me unconditionally. Please give me the strength, wisdom, and determination to walk in the center of your will. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you just said that prayer with me, congratulations on being born again and welcome into the kingdom of God. If you don't have a church home, be sure to get into a Bible-believing church. Once again, congratulations for being born again. Continue to read his word, get guidance, and be blessed. Hey, get inspired, motivated, and empowered through the word of God. Tune into the Leaders of Faith show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with your host, Pastor Michael Bailey. Go to our website, trinitystonechristianfellowship.org, and download the Leaders of Faith show. Thanks for listening.
Hey, if you need any type of special prayer, be sure to contact us by email prayer at Trinity Stone Christian Fellowship.org. That's prayer at Trinity Stone Christian Fellowship.org. Are you ready to gather what's rightfully yours? Do you understand the core strength within inside of you? If life has tried to beat you down and has put you in a transition, then enroll in the Mighty Men of Valor Institute's three-month course to gain your strength. Let's reframe your foundation. To find out more about the class, go to the Mighty Men of Valor Institute's website and enroll at immichaelbailey.net forward slash mighty men. That's immichaelbailey.net forward slash mighty men. Classes start January 2019. Strong faith, no fear. Let's reframe. Oh, yeah. I will bless you, Lord, because you have been so good. You have been my strength in the time of weakness. There's never been a time I couldn't count on you. So I will bless you, oh Lord, in the midst of the people. Come on, somebody!
Thanks for tuning in to the Inspired by Faith broadcast with your host, your boy, Mighty Mikey Mike, coming to you live and in demand from the comforts of the studio. Look, if you are a Bible-believing teacher, go to our website, inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.com, and be sure to click on the link that says Broadcast with the IBFB family. We'd love to have you a part of the family. Also, become a listener on our channel. Get all the latest updates and events. Go to inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.com. Well, this is Mighty Mikey Mike coming to you live and in demand. The voice. Be blessed. Hey, tune in to the On Demand Inspired by Faith broadcast. It is a new wave of faith-based radio. Listen and get inspired as we are building your faith one show at a time. Tune in at inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.net. That's inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.net.